Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro at Lincoln Financial Field. It's late on Sunday afternoon. The sun is still out. What a perfect day for football and what a performance by the Philadelphia Eagles coming off of their bye week. The Eagles, a 60-minute performance. We've been talking about it all year. Putting together that 60-minute game. Well, the Eagles did that on Sunday. Beating the Steelers, whipping the Steelers, 35-13. The Eagles scoring on their first touchdown drive, scoring in every quarter. Just a terrific performance from Philadelphia, which did it mostly in the air. A career-high four touchdown passes from Jalen Hurts. Three of them to wide receiver A.J. Brown. We're going to get some instant reaction here. This is, of course, the Instant Reaction Podcast. Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. A very, well, a measured, happy locker room. Because the Eagles turning this thing around very quickly and getting ready for Thursday night's game against the Houston Texans. The Eagles came right out and just took it to the Steelers. No doubt about it in this one. Almost like an expected performance against a struggling Steelers team. Eagles left, no doubt going 68 yards on nine plays in their first possession. And it all happened on a Jalen Hurts 39-yard touchdown pass to A.J. Brown. Let's recap some of the scoring here. The voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, and Mike Quick in the Eagles radio booth as the Eagles took an early lead. Hurts takes it. He fakes. He's back. He's looking. He is going deep for A.J. Brown, who leaps, comes down with the football. It's a touchdown. And he takes it away from two defenders. You've got Nika Fitzpatrick there, and you, you've got help with him. It's a double coverage situation, but you play the ball. It's this athlete versus those two athletes, and the Eagles athlete won. After the Steelers tied it up, it was Hurts to Brown once again, capping an 11-play, 79-yard drive. Touchdown number two from Hurts to Brown. Here's Merrill and Mike. Now... Hertz goes into the gun. Hertz takes the snap. He's back. He lets it fly. He is going deep. And it is caught for a touchdown. A.J. Brown! Touchdown number two on the day. A.J. Brown's on a fade route. When you get to this end of the field, you've got to watch that in single coverage. And this ball comes right down the chimney, just on his outside shoulder, exactly where you want to throw the football on that fade route. And just to make things nice and tidy to take a 21-7 lead, the second touchdown in the second quarter, the third from Hertz to Brown. Brown becomes the first player since in 18 seasons in the NFL to score three touchdowns of 25-plus yards in one half. All right? Think about that. Here it was, 29 yards, Hertz to A.J. Brown as the Eagles go up 21-7. Hertz looks, fakes, still looking. He is going deep down the far side, and it is A.J. Brown again! Another touchdown! 29 yards! Boom! Hertz had a 34-yard touchdown throw to Zach Paschal, a catch and run. We'll hear from Paschal in just a bit. And then Miles Sanders finishing things off early in the fourth quarter with a really nice 11-yard touchdown run as the Eagles then emptied the bench and Got some playing time from Gardner Minshew and backup offensive line and some players on defense. Really 
Just a great, great. I mean, really could not have worked out more perfectly for the Eagles. The defense also very much coming to play. Sacking quarterback Kenny Pickett six times, forcing a fumble, intercepting a pass. Another one from C.J. Gardner-Johnson. We'll hear from him as well. It's the Instant Reaction Podcast, and let's get to it, all right? It's the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. And let's start with a player who, A.J. Brown, I mean, he just, what a game. 11 targets, 6 receptions, 156, 3 touchdowns. And guess what? He didn't think he played all that great. One-on-one with A.J. Brown in the locker room after the game. I remember talking to you after the Detroit game, and I said to you, did you feel unstoppable? And you were like, nah. So I'm going to ask you the same question today. Did you feel unstoppable? No. Come on. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Uh, I love so many players. Appreciate you too. I love so many players. I like that. I like that. Yes, I I like that. I like that. (laughs) Um, But I love so many players out there today, and it was just... I could have had an even bigger day, you know, on top of the, to the day I had, man. And no, I could have, you know, I just, it could have been better. It could have been better. Yeah. All right, first touchdown, a great adjustment on the ball. For those who kind of don't understand the position, what is the key to making that adjustment? How difficult is it? Is it something that you've always worked on in your career, or is it natural? Is it baseball player background stuff? Um, yeah, you can use the baseball stuff, but it was me leaning in, you know, giving Jalen room to place the ball on the outside shoulder. So I'm still, I'm, while I'm working, I'm trying to create space for Jalen, you know. And once I separate, once I give him the little bump, it's just it's a simple over the shoulder catch. No, no, no. The first one was Minka between Minka and oh, the, oh, the and, first one. Oh, yeah, that was that was definitely, uh, that was just me trying to make a play. You know, I know Minka was back there. And he was playing it like a center field, but he was just kind of waiting on the ball to, to come down. And so I just had to go attack the ball. I'm sorry. And then the fade route, it was a perfect throw from Jalen. How many times have you guys thrown that route together? We work on it all the time. We work on it all the time. And I try to, every time I, I'm in routes on there and, and we never be doing that, I just try to visualize myself squeezing squeezing, squeezing back and, you know, creating room for Jalen. And, and that's what happened today. Third one uh, was the first time in 18 years in the NFL that a receiver had three touchdowns in the first half of a game of 25 yards or more. Impressive. Yeah, it was... It was it was definitely fun. I can definitely say we we was having so much fun out there, and I think that was the kind of like the key to our success too. You know, um, like I say, it could have been a bigger day. It definitely could have been a bigger day. We got stuff to work on. We got a quick turnaround, so we got a we got a we got a game. I know, I know nobody's nobody's walking around thinking yeah, that anything's accomplished. I, I love that. It is. That's how it is, and you know, uh, we we go out here, we try to handle our business, and after the game's over, we move on. You know, we you see guys in here trying to take care of their body and do everything, get ready for Houston. You know, you know this team is locked in, and this team is hungry. AJ, it would seem though, like to this point, that everything that you hoped for has happened with you and Jalen connecting, the chemistry, seven and zero, not a bad start. No, not 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 a bad start, start at all. Uh, you know, I think, you know, um, just being detailed as possible, you know, holding each other accountable, and, you know, and we're hungry, you know. Um, you keep saying that. Yeah, we couldn't, yeah, we, yeah like, 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 of course we want to win, like, each week, but we know this is, these are, like, practice tests to us, you know, because the big test going to come, and we got to pass the test, and these and this is these are lessons that we got to try to like learn from. Even though we getting wins, but these are trying to, these are lessons that we trying to. We look at all the bad stuff we didn't we didn't do well, and we trying to learn from those we, and put it all together. Finally, will you beat yourself up for not scoring the fourth touchdown? I, I could have had five touchdowns today. Yes, I am so mad at myself. Uh, I, um, I'm definitely still trying to play a complete game here. Uh, 
you know. Uh, it's still a lot of work to do, you know. A complete game. I mean, the rest of the league will be scared if you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I got stuff to do, you know. I'm not going to, you know. It's, it's over now, you know, uh, but I, I still got work to do. You know, I, I'm still climbing, you know. Thank you. We're going to stay on the offensive side here. Zach Pascal's been doing his job with the Eagles, and that's been a lot of blocking, special teams play, a couple of catches here and there. Today, he got himself a few targets, actually two targets, two catches, 57 yards, one of them the 34-yard touchdown catch and run. And Zach Pascal after the game, a happy, happy Philadelphia Eagle. I know that like you are a super team guy, and but to to, to get one today and to get some throws, I mean, it had to feel really good today, right? It felt good, man. I ain't gonna lie. It felt good being in that box again. Um, and like I said, you know, when your teammates and brothers is excited with you, it just makes it better. So. I had fun today. We all had fun today, and it was good to get the dub. What was the play? Tell me about the touchdown. Uh, usually when defenses see me, they think screen or block, point of attack block. So we had a fake screen. Took it up the sideline, was wide open. Quarterback made a great great throw and was able to make a play on it. Well, you make a play, but you see the green. You see the end zone there. Like you, I mean, you're like, no, there's no way I'm going to get stopped here. Well, if I got stopped, I would have got, got clammed by my dog. <laughs> so be safe, yo. Uh, so I had to get in there. They told me I had to get in there. I mean, even during the game when we said we was going to call it, we was going to call it, they were telling me, yo, you better get in the end zone. So I ain't had no choice. It's interesting that so if teams feel like you're going to screen or you're going to block, like that's a tendency, and that's great to break the tendency. Break the tendencies, right. It felt good. Um, let's talk about this offense and how you think it's made progress after seven weeks. Um, it's kind of just getting better at the little details. Y'all may not see it on the on the on the on the viewers' eye, but like the little details that we work on each and every week, trying to get better from game to game to game. You can see us getting better, um, and I really feel as though I really feel this. Like if the offense does their job, everybody. And we're clicking. Can't nobody beat us. And it's like everybody's. It's different. Every. It's everybody's. Could be one guy one week, one guy next play. What? It's. It's. Must be really. Must feel like you're putting a lot of stress on defenses. <laughs> it is. I don't know how a defensive coordinator gonna sleep at night. Honestly, I mean, who do you wake up to try to stop? Because everybody is liable to go crazy in in a game. All right, short week here, Zach. Key. Recovery, getting the bodies right. Um, and staying mentally prepared. I wouldn't even say physically, just staying mentally prepared and um, getting ready to go put a show down in Houston. I think, uh, I, I think, I think we embrace the challenge. We embrace like adversity or whatever, however you want to look at it. People will look at the short week as adversity, but you know, we probably just take it as a challenge and, and, and go battle it out. Last week I talked to you, you said that the reason you were confident that this team would come back fast is everybody worked on the bye week. AJ keeps calling this team hungry. So there's like a definite theme here. This team, it really doesn't settle and isn't really complacent at all. At all, at all. Because the moment you settle, your spot is up for jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of talented guys on this team that you can't just take a week and slack off. You can't take a day and slack. You can't take a rep. Because there's somebody wanting your spot or we're all competing, you know? So that's like I was saying earlier with AJ. Like, he get everybody better because, you know, he competes so much. We, we're always competing as a as a group. It just makes it more fun, and we're getting better doing it. So, you know, why not? 
The Eagles did it in the air in the first half, on the ground in the second half. Miles Sanders leading the way once again. Nine carries, 78 yards on the ground for Sanders, who had just 10 yards on three carries in the first half. Sanders, 9, 78, and a touchdown and a conversation in the locker room following the big win. I mean, first of all, I know the, uh, the playing against the Steelers. Um, did it mean anything to you? Uh, absolutely. It's always means something to me playing against your hometown. You know, just like Jalen said, he, he going back home on Thursday. So it's going, that game's going to mean a little bit more to him, too. Prime time in his hometown. So. Interesting approach today. Long ball and then dashing with the run game. Yeah. Um, it's just showing that we can do anything, kind of. Um, uh, with if it's, we have to start the game by running the ball, then we could do that. If we got to start the well we start the game and we can air it out then we're going to air it out you know um and that's only going to loosen up the run game so uh, everything just plays a part with each other miles why this team come out and, and play so sharp sometimes a lot of you know a lot of teams don't do that after a bye week yeah uh well that was a big uh emphasis this week just to you know play smart football um after the bye week you know um being a week away does a lot to you to your body to your mental you know you might get relaxed or whatever especially with the r- record that we have so it was just a real um focus point on to, uh, you know, just play smart football, uh, eliminate penalties, you know, protect the football, and, uh, yeah, get a W. And tell me about the touchdown. Uh, it's a counterplay, you know, design counterplay. Got the uh, tackle and the guard pulling, and they did a heck of a job, and I just get my best getting out of there, getting in the end zone. Uh, you're, you, it, all, it's like when it rains, it pours. Like, it, it's a drought or it's a feast mm-hmm. and the touchdowns. Yeah. If you, if you feel like you've got a nose for it now? Yeah, I mean, I'm just get, trying to get back to how, how everything was, you know. Uh, last year, like I said, I wasn't happy with a lot of stuff, and it was in my head a lot, uh, frustrated. But, you know, I'm just trying to do what I can to just block all that extra stuff out and just come and play ball each and every day at practice and, you know, ball out on Sunday. How fun is this 7-0? and I mean, is, do you feel like it's fun or just... No, I actually just said it. I, I forgot we were undefeated for a little bit, you know. Um, now it's just like we go in there and just get the job done and let's just get it done. That's what, that's what it is right now. So we're just trying to keep this thing rolling still. What did Jalen Hurts think of this game? Career high, four TD passes, 19 of 28, couple of drops in there, as Brown said. Really good performance. Really, really good performance. Once again, from Hurts against a blitzing Steelers team. We, we kind of expected that to happen, that we saw the Cardinals blitz him. We saw the Cowboys blitz him. He responds today with a big, big performance. Here is Hurts talking to the media about the Eagles' seventh consecutive win and his outstanding performance, which ended with his quarterback rating of 140.6. That's outstanding. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was in the zone. I felt like I, I could have done more. I felt like, um, you know, you look at the, the third quarter, I think there was um, an opportunity to make some plays, um, had some negative plays there. I think two-minute drive before halftime, took some sacks that I feel like I, I could have avoided. Probably could have got the ball out. Um, and then we kind of kind of started off hitting some low, you know, and, it's a testament to the to the receivers we have, the the protection we had all day, um, and you know we were unwavering. You know what I'm saying, and I think we just kind of kept focused to playing to the standard and, and chasing that. You know what I mean? And uh, hell of a game by AJ. You know he making big time plays. I know he wants something back for sure, um, but hell of a game by him. And I, I, it's hard for me to really talk about myself in that in that standpoint. Um, 
you know, people don't see the work that's put in, not just by me individually, but um, by AJ, by Smitty, um, by Dallas Goddard, by Jason Kelsey, you know, by uh, Miles, by um, Nick Sirianni, by everybody. You know, it, it, it takes work and it's a grind. And the, the beautiful thing about this team is we've grinded together. We've had OTAs, we've had training camp, we've bonded. We, we put, in, put in so much valuable time together to chase this feeling of achievement and, and chase this feeling of, you know, going out there and playing at a high level. So, you know, I, I tell you, after, after every game, I feel like there's, there's always much more out there for us to do. You know, obviously we have a short week this week, so it's a different mentality as well. But, um, you know, it's a testament to the work we put in as a team. You know, it's no man is an island. You, you got to draw your strength from others. And, you know, when a guy may miss a throw low or – Guy may miss a miss a pass or miss a block or whatever. We we got each other back. We got each other's back. I, I call them formative experiences. I call them formative experiences. I think I've endured a lot. I think I've been fortunate to go through things that have built character in me. They have made me a stronger individual, a stronger man, and it's allowed me to understand the importance of competition, the the importance of seeing something through, and the importance of working for what you want and. I've just always prided myself on that, and that's something that I saw my dad do as a kid. I saw how he handled being a coach. I saw how he uplifted the people around him, how he was a service to the kids, the high school kids. I saw how my mom did it. I saw how everybody did it, and I was just always trying to learn from the people around me. I think it's bigger than just the overall development of one part of my game. I think it's about being able to be a a threat in many different ways. And that's something that a guy like me, I have the ability to do that naturally. Being able to run and, you know, we, we talk about doing that, but I like to call it a triple threat. You know, you have to, you know, be able to kill him with your legs at times and make the throws when you need to in the passing game and kill him with, kill him with, kill him with your mind and what you, what you see and how you react, you know, because you get into a point where, you get different looks and they try to get you, but you just want to try and be ready for all of those looks and have an answer for it. Um, and that's the testament to the preparation, to the to the people I have around me. And, you know, it's just it's just a, a uphill climb. That's what we always talk about. It's an uphill climb. So that's that's what it is, you know what I mean? And I honestly feel like there is no arrival. There is no arrival. You will never get to a point where you say, I've arrived. There is no arrival. There's only the journey. And I've embraced that journey. And I'll continue to do that and take it day by day and just try and climb. What's the time? Two more? Two more? Yeah, yeah, two more. Was it more your arm or your mind? It was everything. It was everything. It was the whole triple threat, you know, and I think it's a testament to the preparation, like I said, um, the, the, the guys around me. AJ making big-time plays, Zach coming in and making big-time plays, well-deserved. Um, it's, 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 it's important, you know, the preparation. Alrighty, let's turn it over to the defensive side of the ball. Not a lot of conversation about this one. Davon Hargrave played for the Steelers, then signed with the Eagles a few years ago. COVID year, free agent. Well, today he played his former team. And what a job Javon Hargrave did. Eight total tackles, two quarterback sacks, two quarterback hits, a forced fumble, a tackle for loss. And he says he just kind of knew... It was going to be his day. 
I know you've been asked this, but how was it today going against the former team, and, and how special was it? I mean, I think sometimes having one o'clock games, you got to, uh, you know, motivate yourself, get yourself ready in, in your prep. But today I just woke up really, just uh, really ready to go. Uh, I ain't had to listen to no music. It kind of, uh, I just woke up smiling and, uh, you know, just ready to come uh, come to work today. Did you have a feeling that it might be kind of a special day for you? I mean, honestly, I, I tell myself every day it could be a day for me. Um, I mean, that's how I approach every game, that it can be a day because it can. Um, we got a lot of talented guys on the team, so any day can be your day. So today was my day. That seems what's so special. It's like one game, it's this guy. The next game, is that guy. Everybody's getting a chance to, as you guys call it, eat. Yeah, that's a, um, my boy BG. That's kind of what he preaches every day. Just, just you can't really get down um, in this football stuff. One, we winning. Um, but like I say, it's just you approach every game like it could be a day. You just uh, don't try to do too much to make it happen. So tell me about your day. What, what did you think about the way you played and, and the plays you made? I think it was some big plays. Um, like I just felt it. Uh, won some rushes early and kind of got a beat on things, and they really opened me up. What were you winning with? Uh, I don't know, you know, the jab swipe, uh, A to B, uh, <laughs> just some things I work on daily, um, and it really got home today. Uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like, you know, with the, with the toe injury you had, not playing a lot in the preseason, in the training camp, that maybe it took you a little bit of time to get where you knew you could be in the season, regular season? I mean, the toe injury definitely slowed me down. Um, I've been dealing with it, uh, not to make no excuses, but just from the beginning part of the season, just kind of sucking it up. But just after the bye, I've been feeling good, and um, I just hope to keep building and um, getting better every week. How do you feel about the defense after seven games? I feel good. I, the crazy thing about it, I feel like we can be a lot better. Um, we just got a good group of guys that come to work every day, and we really don't get too big on nothing and just go to work. Yeah, seven and oh, nobody's talking about like you guys have accomplished anything good uh i think that's that's even better um we just keep playing with a chip on our shoulder and um keep coming to work all right cj gardner johnson another big game a quarterback sack an interception eight tackles running around in the locker room after the game so i got him for just a minute here uh i can't get enough of this guy cj gardner johnson what an addition he's been to the eagles defensive backfield the ball keeps finding you, man. How, how much fun is it playing in this defense? It's fun when you do your thing and just worry about what you can control pretty much. That's all. Just doing my job. Um, today, I mean, I know the objective was stop the run, quarterback who moved around, and don't give up big plays. Uh, came right out of the bye week feeling great. I mean, it, it's not that easy, right, coming right out of the bye week and, and picking up where you left off? Uh, it's easy when you focus on the things you can focus on because not everybody can. If you ain't got that same focus level, then what you're here for is professional. So you got to take every week. Like a work week, and that's what we do. How does it feel being 7-0? Uh, it feels great, but it's built much better if we just keep on winning. The key to coming back on a short week? Um, just focus in, do the same thing we've been doing. Don't switch up the routine. Don't switch up the process. CJ, do you feel that you're getting the defense more and more every week? Uh, yeah, I feel, I feel great. We all should feel great. Everybody in the defense should feel great, not just me. Another player who has really, really done a great job in the Eagles' defense has been Kaiser White, who... He's just a really solid football player. Today, he finishes second to T.J. Edwards. T.J. Edwards, 13 total tackles. Well, Kaiser White had 11. Five solos, six assists. Big game for him. 
and a chit-chat about the progress the Eagles have made defensively in seven games and about the priorities of beating the Steelers in this one. How did it feel out there today coming back from the bye? What do you think the defense showed today? I think we showed a lot of grit and toughness. Um, you know, we still got ways to go and still want to keep, uh, you know, honing in on our technique and our craft and, uh, you know, make it a smoother game. But, you know, go back to the film room and just learn from our mistakes and uh, come out on Thursday and get better. Did you feel like there was any concern at all that, you know, it would take a while to get, get the rust knocked off? Uh, no, nah, I didn't think it would be a concern because I feel like we had a good uh, um, week of practice this week. Um, I think we came out here, you know, we showed that we're a good defense and we came to uh, get a win. And, um, you know, we held them to 13 points. So, What were the priorities today looking at that offense? Uh, you know, stop their explosive receivers and, you know, uh, first thing first, always stop the run. Yeah. Oh, and, and no problem. Mobile quarterback, what, what did that change in terms of like just in preparation? What, what were you trying to take away from him and his legs? Uh, you know, you got to keep your eyes on him. Uh, he's a real fast quarterback, definitely faster than I thought. And uh, he was making some things happen with his legs. Uh, real good young quarterback. So I took my hat off to him. How do you recover so quickly to play on Thursday night? Massages, uh, ice tub, cold tub, you know, uh, hot tub, um, a lot of stretching. And, you know, just getting your mind mentally prepared. All in all, just a terrific performance from Philadelphia, which, you know, just four, four quarters, points in every, every quarter, touchdown drives, big plays in the pass game, discipline. Uh, we'll get an update on Jordan Davis and his physical condition. Uh, Jordan uh, suffering an ankle injury, uh, leaving the game. I'm sure we will get an update very soon from the Eagles on that. Uh, he left the locker room with crutches and a walking boot, so we'll get the update later. Nick Sirianni meeting the media. He joins, uh, well, he joins uh, one coach, and that coach was Andy Reid, who led the Eagles to a 7-0 and start to a season. It happened in 2004. It's happened again in 2022. In 2004, the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 39, where they lost to the Patriots this year. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Here's Sirianni and his thoughts about this 35-13 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is what the head coach had to say. I think I think that's been asked to me before, and what I've answered with that is that it, we don't know. Jalen's just the type of guy that's going to continue to get better um, because, you know, the type of person he is, the type of football IQ he has, the type of football character he has, all you know, the toughness that he has, how much he loves football. I love Zach Pascal. Um, you know, uh, he... Zach Pascal for the five years or the four years I've been with him um, has always done the dirty work always um, and it's great when you can reward a guy that does the dirty work who might not have the stats um, but that you know it's, it's awesome to be able to reward him for that well, well it's all about recovery and, and those guys are in there right now because we just have such an unbelievable training staff of strength staff um, uh, uh, train, uh, the trainers and the uh, doctors are in there getting massages right now, eating the right thing. So it's that quick turnaround is, you know, what are we going to do to make sure that our bodies are ready to go? And that will do it for this instant reaction Eagles Insider podcast. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. As the sun sets here at Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday night, the Eagles turning things around, guys on the uh, bikes, the stationary bicycles, after the game, in the locker room, drinking their shakes, starting to recover, getting ready in just really a handful of hours for the Houston Texans Thursday night on the road 
week number nine, game number eight for the Eagles. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spitter. Once again, I want to say thank you all for joining me here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. If you have a moment to give us a review, those five stars sure do feel nice, and they help us immensely within the organization. I want to thank Peter Kelly and his crew for working and putting this all together so brilliantly. And, of course, thanks to everyone in the Eagles organization, including all of these players who give me their one-on-one time after they've been besieged by media. I really, really appreciate the time. And thank you all for joining once again. Final score, 35-13. Eagles move to 7-0. It is certainly fun times here with the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And go, Birds! Eagles fans, the midterm election is right around the corner. Now is the time to create your game plan to vote on November 8th. Text EAGLES to 26797 to register to vote and check your voter registration status. This year, voters will have the chance to elect officials to the U.S. House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate, and many local and state positions. You can vote in person, by mail, or at a secure ballot drop box. If you are registered to vote in Philadelphia County, you can drop off your ballot at Lincoln Financial Field on Friday, October 28th, or Sunday, November 6th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Our democracy is only as strong as our commitment to participate in it. Go Birds, and go vote.